Good morning and welcome to Transformation Radio. I'm living on a Ferris wheel Torn between the fiction and what is real Oh, 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 oh I hear you whisper to me To give you all control Some days it's harder for me Just to let it go I just need to step out And step into your flow Oh, oh No matter what the pressure, pressure You will always be the answer, answer Only you know how to stand in me Ready my heart for everything that's coming my way Help me trust that you're ahead of me Going before my feet with every step I take Only you can come storming Only you can restore me when I'm on Instead of me Only you can steady me To be listening to is you So I'ma take your hand and I'ma let you lead me through Oh, oh No matter what the pressure, pressure You will always be the answer, answer Only you know how to steady me Ready my heart for everything that's coming my way Help me trust that you're ahead of me Going before my feet with every step I take of the New Testament. We'll be reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 through 27. Here's a little overview of some of what we'll find here today as we read. Now the earth as we know it will not last forever, but after God's great judgment, He's going to create a new earth and a new heaven. You know, the earth as we know it will not last forever, but after God's great judgment, He will create a new earth. It says so over in Romans and the book of Peter in the New Testament. Uh, God had also promised Isaiah that he would create a new and eternal earth in his book, uh, the book of Isaiah. The sea is gone as well. 
In John's time, the sea was viewed as dangerous and changeable. It was also the source of the beast. The New Jerusalem is where God lives among His people. Instead of our going up to meet Him, He comes down to be with us. Pretty remarkable. Just as God became man in Jesus Christ and lived among us, wherever God reigns, there is peace and security and genuine love. Have you ever wondered what eternity will be like? The holy city, the new Jerusalem, is described as the place where God will remove all sorrows and forevermore there will be no more death, no more sorrow, crying, or pain. What a wonderful truth! So, no matter what you're going through, it's not the last word. God has written the final chapter. And if you're a believer in Christ, well, you're there, you're in it. It's also about true fulfillment and eternal joy for those who love Him. You see, we don't know as much as we would like, but it's enough to know that eternity with God will be more wonderful than we could ever possibly hope or imagine. God is the Creator. The Bible begins with the majestic story of His creation of the universe, and it concludes with His creation of a new heaven and a new earth. This is a tremendous hope and encouragement for the believer. We'll read about the cowards here in Scripture today. The cowards are the fearful ones who abandon Christ at the threats of the beast. They fear persecution so badly that they choose temporary safety over eternal life. They're put on the same list as the unbelieving, the corrupt, the murderers, the immoral, the idolaters, the liars, and those practicing magical arts. Now, by contrast, people who are victorious endure to the end, and they will receive the blessings that God promised. To follow Christ requires boldness and bravery to stand for Him when oppression occurs. Pray for courage to do what's right, no matter what pressures you face. Those who can endure the testing of evil and remain faithful will be rewarded by God. That's His promise. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. December 30th, the New Testament, Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 27. Then I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne, saying, Look, God's home is now among His people. He will live with them, and they will be His people. God Himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. And there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I'm making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down. For what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshippers, and all liars. Their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. 
Then one of the seven angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come with me. I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain, and he showed me the holy city Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper as clear as crystal. The city wall was broad and high, with twelve gates guarded by twelve angels, and the names of the twelve tribes of Israel were written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, east, north, south, and west. The wall of the city had twelve foundation stones, and on them were written the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked to me held in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. When he measured it, he found it was a square, as wide as it was long. In fact, its length and width and height were each one thousand four hundred miles. Then he measured the walls and found them to be two hundred and sixteen feet thick, according to the human standard used by the angel. The wall was made of jasper, and the city was pure gold, as clear as glass. The wall of the city was built on foundation stones inlaid with twelve precious stones. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl, and the main gate was pure gold, as clear as glass. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple, and the city has no need of sun or moon. For the glory of God illuminates the city, and the Lamb is its light. The nations will walk in its light, and the kings of the world will enter the city in all their glory. Its gates will never be closed at the end of day, because there is no night there, and all the nations will bring their glory and honor into the city. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Psalm 149, verses 1 through 9. Well, although the Bible invites us to praise God, we often aren't sure how to go about it. Well, here in this psalm, several ways are suggested. By singing? Dancing? <laughs> I would like to see that in church, wouldn't you? Especially uh, with the guys. A bunch of guys getting up and dancing to the Lord. What a sight that would be. Uh, playing musical instruments. That's another way of praising God. And if you're like me, you wish you could sing better. Well, go ahead and practice now because in heaven, guess what? You will have a beautiful voice with perfect pitch. See, God enjoys His people. He really enjoys His people. God is very fond of you. We should enjoy praising Him. Now, the sharp sword that we'll read about here in Psalms today uh, symbolizes the completeness of judgment that will be executed by the Messiah when He returns to punish all evildoers. Psalm 149, verses 1 through 9. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing His praises in the assembly of the faithful. O Israel, rejoice in your Maker. O people of Jerusalem, exult in your king. 
praise His name with dancing, accompanied by tambourine and harp. For the Lord delights in His people. He crowns the humble with victory. Let the faithful rejoice that He honors them. Let them sing for joy as they lie on their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouths and a sharp sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with shackles and their leaders with iron chains, to execute the judgment written against them. This is the glorious privilege of His faithful ones. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 24. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her, and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spends it. She is like a merchant's ship, bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates, where he sits with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. something to prove Cause I have walked for miles and miles in that same pair of shoes You refuse forgiveness Like it's something to be earned And sometimes pain's the only way that we can learn You can never fall too hard, so fast, so far that you can't get back when you're Never too late, so bad, so much that you can't change who you are. You can change who you are. You believe in freedom, but you don't know how to choose. You gotta step out of your feelings that your soul. Afraid to lose And every day You put your feet on the floor You gotta walk through the door It's never gonna be easy But it's all Worth fighting for You can never fall
Hey, what's up? This is Charles. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. When I came to the refuge, I was pretty much broken. Uh, when I got down to the farm, uh, got in the Bible, learned a lot more about God. Um, now I'm a man of God. Um, best advice I could give you guys down there in the farm is to uh, stay in the Word, pray every day, and pretty much just follow the Bible. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Tyler down there and... Um, Zach and uh, Adam. But some ideas have to come from a higher power. I don't know if you read about this in the news several months ago, uh, talking about the existence of atheist megachurches. Did you hear what I just said? Hello. Atheist megachurches, they exist. And as a comedian, my brain exploded. It's like, where do you start with that? Do they have coffee shops at the Atheist Mega Church? What, what do you call it? The Bitter Cup? What do you call the coffee shop in Atheist? <laughs> cup of Despair? What do you call it? What do you do there? Do you sing worship at an Atheist Church? What do you sing there? Like, shout to the void, all the earth, let us sing. Come on. Power and majesty, praise to nothing. I don't know what you think. I, I think about that stuff. Do you have children's church at an atheist megachurch? What songs do you sing to kids at an atheist church? Like, no one loves the little children, all the children of the world. No one hears you when you cry, no one hears your lullaby. No one loves the little children of the world. Reason why, reason why we exist, but there's no reason why. Reason why, reason why we exist, but there's no reason why. A row, row. Row your boat gently down the reef Wallowing, 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 wallowing In your unbelief Let's do the rounds You want to do the rounds? Remember those? No? Okay, I'm going to try a new one, kids Evolution, this I know For Charles Darwin told me so Accidentally alive If you're weak, you won't survive <laughs> Tooth and claw, kids. Tooth and claw. Come on. I am an eight. I am an eight. I am an eight. H e i s t. And I have n o t h i n g to give me hope and certainty. And when I die, I will be a l o n e. Hey, come on. Come on.